welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back to discuss another episode of Interview with the Vampire Season. What is this one? Of course, it's season one. Episode five, A Vile Hunger for Your Hammering Heart, written by Hannah Moscovich and directed by Lavon Akin. I gave this episode a nine out of 10. I really enjoyed I think the latter half than I did the initial half of this episode. I now can definitely see why a lot of people in the fandom are so pro Louis. You'll be shocked to know that I still <laughs> I still am not fully taking some fault. Uh, away no one deserves to get their ass whooped but also don't go around testing a motherfucker for decades on end and don't ever expect that shit to erupt oh my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm what's the procedure everyone what's the procedure stay calm everybody calm down i know it's contentious it's it's very contentious my opinions (laughs) but we will we will unravel it as we discuss this episode uh, wherever you listen to this Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review, like, share, and get the word out. If you want to send feedback due to my controversial uh, <laughs> takes, you can send that to blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. I already know uh, Mimi's probably going to be like, uh, girl. This man is the devil. I can't disagree with that. This was not a good look for Lestat, not even a little bit. And I can only speak to what the episode in the show is presenting me and judge it through the lens of my own experience and uh, truth. So here we go. First and foremost, in the future, we got Louis draining like he's able to feed from Rashid. Take your prune juice! That feels as if it is taking personal assistant one step further than it needed to be. I mean, there's one thing to have the farm, but I'm also your farm boy. <laughs> just, uh, just a thought. Just a thought since we are discussing uh, or having the discussion of power dynamics. The there's also some testiness going on. That's what I wanted to recall from last episode is that Daniel wrote in his notes about Rashid is that he makes a pretty damn good martini. And in this episode, you can see that he is even more curious about the assistant as he continues to read through what is essentially the last words of every person that Claudia murdered during her tween vampire midlife crisis. I didn't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all not gonna get no sleep because of me. I don't give a shit. There is something absolutely morbid about that fact. And I think that is what something Daniel is trying to allude to. Like you may have this, this, uh, you know, angelic halo over this girl, but me reading what I am reading, that takes a certain mind and it takes a certain type of dark 
uh, trajectory to get yourself there. And we've seen Louis go through his his uh, struggling phase with his own immortality, but she seems to take a certain relish pleasure, which we've seen previously in the hunt and in the kill. And Louis is perpetually in a state of denial over that that she in fact does not completely live up to his ideology when it comes to killing he's still eating birds or rats in his bedroom and she's going out and had no problem never wanted to settle for that type of life like no i i enjoy killing people i don't have a problem with that part it's the only part her and uncle less do have and i was mistaken she doesn't call him father uh, or daddy lou like she does like she does him and in this scene it looks as if rashid is a little annoyed at daniel judging louis for anything that he does because he's essentially writing the memoirs of someone that is going to die because once they find out the other vampires what he's doing what he's allowing to uh get out into the open they will murder him and thus you can't you can't pretend as if you're on any high road but louis this is not the first time but i think about the third or fourth time that he has checked rashid about his unwelcome opinions rashid seems to be very protective of louis however louis doesn't seem as if there is the same amount of mutual respect there on an equal type of level and that makes me wonder but i'm not i don't think i'm too fooled on (laughs) what is in the back of my mind ever since episode one i got my eyes on you Louis thinks it's okay to start reading Daniel's mind by saying you wonder what he tastes like. Oh, he tastes like pineapples and honey and he stocks up on it before I drink from him. Then he offers him to have a taste. You want me to arrange to get you some? (laughs) Rashid took offense at that after he chastised him oh and by the way i would never let you get close to my neck and louis cut him off and said he's about 158 pounds he is rather boring he prays he reads he prays again he eats he sleeps that is his routine oh i was just telling him how much you weighed and then daniel was like i need a refill so your ass can get the fuck up out of the room and nothing else that i might unintentionally give away is read by this vampire who likes to test my buttons (laughs) as much as i test his and i like that about their their relationship still he's not going to call bullshit he's not going to allow louis to put on a facade and he's also giving him the honest truth about once you put your truth out there, it's up to them how people respond to it. You have absolutely no control how the narrative unfolds. And 
while you may have this image of Claudia in your mind, many others are going to dissect them, even for their own purposes, because that's just what people do. It's why artists that do, you know, reveal a lot of their personal self out there to the public feel a little tampered to do so because the public is a harsh, vile place <laughs> full of people that will either make you their agenda or go against you because of some other one. Uh, stopping at this point, I like the fact that we are seeing some some back and forth between Daniel and Rashid because I think if what I know to be true is true that this is something they are are a what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> um it's not premonition premonition it is oh my god my brain's not gonna work right now they're 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 basically putting it out there to be exploited upon in the future if certain things in the book line up the way they should line up. I don't even know how other, I, I could, why well, did I even try to coax that? Why did I even try to, uh, just, just, just shut up. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about in the past, Claudia, Claudia, Claudia has gone around town. She killing folks left, right, stealing body parts. She's become basically a serial killer. Crazy motherfucker named Joe. And I do mean serial killer. We know that Lestat certainly murders, but I believe he maybe does one, two a night. He tries to be a little slick with it. And that, that's not even the thing they're trying to stop. Either one, Louis might, but he basically is not forbidding her from going out and doing what she feels she needs to do. The difference is... She's doing it with a reckless abandon that is only meant to torture the two people that are her guardians, people that she feels made her for all of the reasons that she went off about. Let's talk about the first scene with Louie in her room with the pigeons throwing them at her coffin, knowing her ass is not in that damn coffin. Wake up! Wake up! You've been up all day. You have not seen her come in or all night, whatever the fuck, and get out of that coffin. He went to Lou. He went to Lestat to basically say, "Well, you fix." He Lestat's playing the piano like he always do, <laughs> and he goes over there and he's basically. And this is where me and Louis are always going to, and Louis fans, I suppose, because I'm a Louis fan though. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not going to to dumb down one's own actions and admittance of, right? Louis says, I took a delectable pleasure in torturing or setting off or provoking was the word he used. Lestat, and he's been doing it for some time now. I mean, anytime Louis is feeling any kind of way, the person he lashes out the most at is Lestat. It is always 
his fault even though it's his choice that's the difference between him and claudia claudia can make those types of announcements yo ass cannot you chose the relationship in which you chose and then you every time things don't go the humanized way in which you are still trying to hold on to by choice then you continuously throw shit in Lestat's face and this is another thing like this is your fault like how the fuck is it her fault or his fault for making her and you begged him to do it basically telling kind of emotionally blackmailing <laughs> him to do it even though he knew it was a bad idea never wanted it i mean it's cruel but it is the truth bitch i ain't want no kid <laughs> it's like when people get their they, the baby mamas get themselves knocked up be like oh let me just you know he, he get them all sauced up make sure his sperm go up in there like, i know i know trifling heifers i've seen them all right they play them games trying to keep their man okay you wanted to appease your guilt you went and got this girl then you because right after you told him i'm gonna leave you gonna beg him him to do something he would not want to do <laughs> and now it's nothing but problems like he said it was going to be and while he doesn't have an emotional closeness to claudia he would yeah sure would like for louis to be happy in that relationship so he gets up and he does he becomes the bad guy like oh you think that my parenting is psychotic it probably is uh i think it's been a long time since lestat has even tried to get in touch with his humanity i think the closest he's come is with louis and so he goes over and he opens her coffin to be like you knew that bitch was not in there stop playing these games <laughs> you can read her mind <laughs> you can't feel her aura get the fuck out of here and you got me to pick up her diary and me to be the one that opens it even though i didn't he was like that's disgusting <laughs> when he heard about her shaving and then he gave it to him and then he read it himself but of course he needed lestat to be the bad guy like oh i would never encroach upon your your security and your privacy <laughs> i'm just gonna get the bad cop parent to do it instead so they both confront her she lies and says that she did dispose of the bodies as she was supposed to and then we get to a speakeasy because prohibition is in force at this time which is one of the idiotic periods in american history where they decided to tell people for an inordinate amount of time i think it was like 10 20 years that they could not drink and while that happened a lot of criminals made millions if not billions of dollars <laughs> illegally selling booze in the united states they would yes have them in these little speakeasy places where you would have to give some stupid ass password to get in and there would be alcohol and you're damn sure there would be police officers or the mayor there because the thing about making a law is you need to be able to enforce it and they didn't even have enough people to fucking enforce it and then when they realize all this profit that's fucking after the depression that is going into you know the pockets of criminals that basically ain't past high school they realize oh shit we fucked up that should actually go back to us and into road projects and 
while we're at it, let's segregate. <laughs> and make sure the shit will never happen again. All right. They're in a, the speakeasy, Lestat and Louis, and they're talking to Anderson, who's still around and still apparently their friend. I thought he would went the same way as the other dude, but I guess he wasn't talking as much shit. So Anderson says, look, I need y'all to endorse me for congressman. But then they realize that this was a setup that the police chief is here because they are looking at them in regards to the, the bodies that do get, of course, it's on a rainy night when they're like, what the fuck? And then even Louis says, what do you think is going to happen when it rains really hard? And there's not six, but 56 bodies. Lestat freezes the room. He sends over Louis to take care of the, the police chief. And then they leave. But unfortunately, the police are already there searching their home. Claudia just let them in, is drunk as fuck. Oh, 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 okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty, I'm in that 2C Lambo with your girl she tryna jerk, okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty, I'm in that 2C Lambo with your girl she tryna jerk, and while things are definitely destroyed, they don't end up finding all of the body parts all over her room, which that's some sick shit. Let's just talk about Claudia very quickly because on one hand, her behavior feels accurate, especially after she breaks down and says, who's going to love me? Then she said, which one of you is going to fuck me? And I'm like, uh, neither one. Actually, I laughed out loud when he's like, well, you're not my type. (laughs) He's like, she's being impossible. But she is in a lot of ways, right? You need to, one, be ready and be willing to have and keep a child. That's first and foremost. (laughs) And Louis expecting Lestat to be anything other than he is right now, throwing a child in that, that shit is on you, Louis. I'm sorry. That shit is on you. But Claudia... If you did love your daddy Lou, like you say you needed your daddy Lou, but she was having a moment like, I don't really like you either. I don't know, but self-preservation has went out the window. She just wants to destroy. And I can see that in the mind of a 14-year-old, not a 105-year-old vampire. (laughs) If this was happening in her third year, I would feel a little bit more inclined But it feels as if it's been a fucking decade. And that is, that is, uh, even if you just now confronting these emotions, these feelings, these things, like who's going to love me? I don't have my Louis. I don't have my Lestat. But clearly you want to separate them. And that was your plan coming back. And I don't know why you would think that would not, not go over the way it went over. (laughs) (laughs) that's another huge thing and yes Lasat was absolutely cruel in this scene by saying you know you're not wanted because she throws out that I was just something or someone to fix your situation and she's true that's true but once again I don't think that that I think 
she puts the the blame firmly more on Lestat on that than she does Louis. And it's Louis who's the one. <laughs> like the domino effect to me. And I get her maybe not understanding that quite yet. But after she came back, I would have expected her to get it a little bit more. She tells Lestat to, to turn someone for her. And she has been trying to turn others, having them bite, doing things that are really irresponsible. But once again, I have to keep thinking she's 14. She's 14. She's 14. And if Louis wants to be a parent, he needs to actually parent. (laughs) And that means... Knowing that the emotional mind fuck you went through is the same thing that is going to be happening to Claudia and maybe start addressing those before they implode on you. That's just a thought. Uh, yeah, he was mad at Lestat for saying the things that she said because she ends up leaving. This is when we get into the, the present where... Daniel's still rather not giving her, cutting her any slack, you know, because while Louis feels like I feel (laughs) and that she didn't have all of the necessary tools, so on and so forth, I think anyone is going to say, well, you had choices, you had decisions, you know, could you have gone about them differently? You still took lives that didn't need to be taken. I mean, I think she said she took a, like a kid. I mean, she was doing very diabolical things and you can't just push that off with, oh, well, you know, she's having, she's having a rough time. I think that they are presenting that she knows right from wrong. And if you yourself are desperately Louis trying to retain that to some level to degree, that would be things you would impart upon her uh, and make that an insistent or consistent thing. Uh, they do try to go into, oh, she does uh, throw out that Lestat is still sleeping with Antoinette. I'm upset. I also happen to have a lot of experience with (laughs) families and dysfunctional situations, divorce. Do not get kids twisted. They will try to manipulate their parents. It happens. I don't care what you're trying to, uh, what other excuses are for, if they're in the right or not. But the minute Louie was like, I read your diary too. I know the things that you said. She immediately went for trying to uh, not unite, have them united, but to separate them. And I think Claudia certainly, after listening, does know how to work that angle, especially with the one she can work it the most for, which is the one that actually gives a fuck about her, which is Louie. Because while certainly Louie, because she's like, I watch (laughs) y'all. which that's not what but that's not that's not your business to tell it's not they have an open agreement they had this discussion years ago clearly Lestat is probably not throwing it up in Louis's face but Louis caught up with other shit she was like the housewife and the kid he didn't want (laughs) I'm like oh one Louis likes being the housewife don't get it twisted Secondly, I think that there's 
a few reasons why Lestat is with Antoinette. And I think part of it is too, he even said it. I sometimes I like a little variety, but I think he uses Antoinette in particular is because it bothered it. He's, he's trying to find anything to emotionally pull Louis back in his direction. And unfortunately the, the brokenness of the home in which they live in does not permit that. It doesn't even permit the jealousy and those type of fights. And I've said it prior in the last five episodes that I think part of Louis's appeal or what appeals Louis to Lestat is that fire, is that passion, is that uh, ridiculousness to say and be bold and, and stand in your own light and be who you are. And, and you know, their tit for tats were a part of the charm in the original of their relationship. And as they settled more, I think they've tried to respect each other's boundaries. But ultimately, I think that Louis cannot ever accept Lestat as his only family. He needs something else. And for Lestat, he wants Louis to accept him as his family. And that's the only family he desires to have. And he can't accept that. So this part of their romantic relationship is like any other in a broken situation like that, where it's not cheating technically, but it is an emotional cheating because of the distance. But I don't think that it's, I wonder, I should say, I won't say it is because I don't know if it is in a way Lestat's cry for Louise's attention, like you're doing something just to get there, a reaction for them, even if it's a negative reaction. And Louis doesn't even respond to it, which I think is, is the proven point. And the, which the sadness is even more. Cause he's like, I'll kill her soon. And he just doesn't even care. Cause he's more caught up in what Claudia's doing. And Claudia leaves. And I think she meets up with this guy named Bruce, which is a vampire they don't go into the details, but from those four pages, my guess is Bruce was heavily abusive towards her uh, and probably did things that would have had him arrested and certainly murdered if he did it to any other child looking her wet, looking like that. He also said he heard her name because Louis was calling out for her. This is the part where Lestat, though, is certainly breaking down. You cannot keep people away from what actually waits them out there, even if it is fear. Um, but I think it's more than that. And I think she knows it's more than that. And I think that's what what most intrigues. Like there's something like they, they need a community in which they would be able to feel accepted like they want a normalization of their of their lives but it doesn't come with all of the I don't know because I still I still kind of don't know if that would really solve anything because I do have that question like what do you think if you go out and find any other vampires what you just got it gonna go skipping down the street together what do you I, I can get the appeal more for Claudia or maybe even Louis like hey I just want to dip my toes in some in another relationship if that's the case I feel like that could be a little bit more explicitly 
Because I'm I, every time they say it in the other show, I'm just like, why do you want to? I would get maybe the hint of it, but but I would still, I don't know. <laughs> Be cautious. Maybe that's just me and my own personal. Like, yeah, I'm not just gonna. I'm not because if this motherfucker over here is like this, is everyone like this? Are they worse than this? Do I want to tell these lines? Do I maybe want to step out in the shadows and let me find that shit? And then if you did want to go somewhere, Claudia, did you need to come back and get Louis? Did you need to come back and make sure this family was split apart after you decided that you needed to be his sister? You did that out of spite, rightfully, because you think that Lestat is uh, not the best influence and you're probably right. Maybe what's lacking for me is I don't feel like up until this episode that Lestat crossed as many lines to warrant such a response to other than the fact that she he clearly don't want this kid <laughs> and he ain't changed his mind and we're not the best of people. And I do think that he does not he has a very unbending type of rigid sense of of what it's supposed to be like because she did really fuck up and <laughs> That could get people exposed and shit. Not the, and she doesn't understand the rules. But how are you? How are you expecting someone to understand fully how their actions could impact in the long run if you yourself do not give them the information they need? So that's totally on the side. He needs to be way more open, and he's managed to be able to keep a huge part of himself, um, but also wants to be loved for everything that he is not giving which is you know a narcissist <laughs> I'm not taking away Lestat's blame in all of this because there's no way one can but Claudia meeting Bruce and, and having that be her first experience uh I would be a little bit more trepidatious <laughs> I'd want to maybe settle in a little bit before just popping up after a scene in which he Louis gets a call because you see them they're like once on the balcony in the house I think it was seven years or something yeah seven years she disappeared and you got one just looking at the front door waiting for someone to come home and ignoring the person that's there and they're trying to talk to you and you're just not even hearing them you're not there for them and at the end of the day you're still ultimately saying they're to blame that's gonna take a toll that's gonna take any type of toll I've said it since episode four that there are moments that man he simmers and he takes what Louis tosses out at him a lot and some of that shit hurts I know he's supposed to be a, a, a really long time vampire and he ain't in touch with his humanity and all that shit but still <laughs> Like Bill Burr said, like, shit, women argue dirty, man. They'll go for your fucking things you hurt about, you're scared of. This is exactly what what Louis does when he wants to get his way or he feels out of control and he wants to start to do something about it. But unfortunately, this this call, like, it was sad when she was like, yeah, I have to, because he meets up with Grace and she says, look, I don't want your money. We lost everything in the crash. So it should be about 1940-ish. No, 13, 1939. 
I think it was the 1929. What am I talking about? Was the crash. So Levy got a job. They are moving away and she has decided that everybody from henceforth is going to know that Louis do the do I forgot his last name already <laughs> that he will not be told that he is alive anymore at Thanksgiving why 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 uncle ain't show up he dead that's why your uncle is dead he not he he's not around no more nope don't send everybody everybody should know that you did whoever you are you not my brother and then he cries and i know it hurt and then you had claudia back there being like oh i realized why i was made why they made me i needed to be louis sister i don't know if i love that statement <laughs> i'm gonna be real honest that is basically saying i need a purpose i found my purpose and my purpose to be someone that louis needs which is a sister i think that you should find your purpose based on who you and what you want to be in the future and going forward like the word she said to him i thought that was the greatest bit is i was breathing you know you could have taken me to a hospital you could have got me help i was alive you did not need to decide to turn me you could have let me die as is nature this was about you and needing this relationship and then you turn around and accepting okay that's what I am that's what I am choosing to be I mean I guess that's kind of poignantly beautiful in a certain sense but I will say I had to really struggle this episode with my natural inclination not to like teenagers <laughs> throwing tantrums. <laughs> well, once again, I think Claudia has far, far more uh, leadway than most because of all of the things I've said mentioned previously. But her just showing up and being like, okay, it's been seven years. I apologize for the way I left shit. No. Hell no. You're mad. I'm back. Big mad. He's mad. She's mad. Big fat. Ha ha. No, 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 no. You do not get to have an apology accepted that quickly. You walk in the door. They gave a hug. And you was just ready to just dip out. I've been sitting up here picking up the pieces of this man's broken heart. She's like, ain't nothing changed in seven years. Y'all need a housekeeper. That shit was hilarious too. <laughs> but I think in what, what, what happened next is for the most part, uh, two people getting into a fight, it, the fight getting out of hand and then the other person unleashing a lot of rage uh a lot of also hurt even though it's not the way in which you are supposed to express that <laughs> so yeah claudia comes in like oh i've read a few books on vampire lore i'm gonna go run out there and explore them and i don't care if you uh come with me or not but i'm taking louie 
And Louis like, come on with me. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? So you didn't even come back to actually apologize. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, you don't care if I accept it because you really came back for Louis, which is fine. You could approach him in the street, though. I mean, at night when you knew he was out doing his hunting. Uh, why was I very distracted by that silk <laughs> two-piece nightgown, not nightgown, pants set that Lestat had on? I was like, is that Versace? Um, yeah, so he gets all up in her grill. I mean, he was playing, she was fucking with him, but he was pushing, like, she was basically saying the truth, though. Like, he keeps you afraid. He... If you try to tell me that what's out there isn't real, why don't you tell me the truth? Because I don't really want to stay here. I don't want to not know the truth. But I do feel as if you can't just walk up to someone's crib in two minutes and start making demands. (laughs) Once again, the, 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 the approach was all types of wrong. All right. I don't care. I love you, Claudia. But that was just all types of spoiled fucking child. However... You can't just put your hands on a kid. Okay, even if it is your kid. <laughs> well, what did he say? She said something specifically that I think was was what set him off. And I was like, nah, you can't be dropping them low blows. You don't know who you fucking with. And that's the thing. And some people they love to just, you know, you be seeing them little terrier dogs and they be trying to go after some pit bull. You be like, what the fuck are you doing, little dog? Why are you not aware of the fact that you We'll get your ass kicked. And of course, uh, Louis, as he should, defends Claudia. They get into a fight. And this is not like any other type of fight. This shit was knockout, drag out, up through rooms and ceilings and shit. Somebody called 911. Ain't nobody showed up because I was like, them two motherfuckers on that street? Nah. We do not care. So I find what happened next very interesting because she gets pushed off and uh, he starts punching the living shit out of Louie. Then they go upstairs and you can hear Lestat say, I don't want to fight like this. I've been holding back. Don't fight like this. And then you hear Louie saying, it's okay, call it Claudia. It's fine. Everything's good. And from that point I don't feel like I feel like there was something maybe that was missed because it was like quiet and all of a sudden he was like still beating the shit out of them and I thought they both said to stop <laughs> and it would it's weird to me that they had Lestat saying stop it Louis I don't want to do this I don't like I'm holding back my strength uh like we like basically that to me indicates we fought before things have gotten physical before but it's never gotten this physical and that's one problem (laughs) that is one other whole problem that I don't feel like the show gives enough context to so you can and and I know this is something that is still one of those things that people just don't like to say but I stand in what the experience is that I've known I've known people in abusive situations that like being in the abusive situation or feel they need to be in the abusive situation or uh, take akin to some, uh, like they need to be in something that's a little more dramatic. And people, everybody knows someone is like that. I'm not saying it's healthy or for either person, 
But I'm also saying that it's not always simply a person that didn't know what they got into, uh, gets abused, and then they're emotionally and physically stopped from leaving that other person. That's not the situation in which I find this show in at all. And you cannot use the same battered situation to explain every battered situation. But this was really fucked up, especially when he took him up into the sky and I saw his face. I was like, oh, no, that's going to take a minute. I mean, he broke all of your fucking bones. He said, let me go. And he's like, anything for you. Baby, please don't go. Oh, shit. I'm fucked up. Emotional damage. Claudia was giving evil eyes over to him, but girl, you've been gone for seven years. You just showed the fuck. <laughs> I know. Stop it. Stop it, Christina. It doesn't make it right. I'm not saying it does. I'm not saying it does. I'm saying you <laughs> fucking go walk in like a match in a tinderbox and expect shit not to blow up. That, that to me, that's the part where I'm like, what was she, didn't think to think this out? You just gonna roll up in here and just be like, that's so horrible. They just like, come on, we leaving, we leaving, we leaving. That you should you knew you knew who these people were. You you know who Lestat was. You could have done a little bit better in yo in yourself. You know that does not mean that you're responsible for this reaction. Just I just don't know how you could possibly look surprised. I think that Lestat has been put through a lot, and I think that despite his um, infuriating and yes, narcissistic and yes, manipulative and so on and so forth, despite his, his uh, bourgeois of flaws, I do think that he's, I can't say he hasn't a hundred percent after watching this fucking episode, not been keeping himself in check. And I'm not going to walk around like Louis this episode wasn't doing all of the most to keep him isolated from Lestat emotionally. And I think that, like he said, I'm waiting for you to actually love me and you don't. But I do, but I think the fucked up thing is Louis never gave himself fully a chance to because he never accepted him as his family. It's like the first couple episodes where he's like, I'm your family now, Louis. And he's like, yeah, I'm brushing over that shit because that's not <laughs> that's not what I accept, nor will I accept that. And Louis's been trying real hard <laughs> against his own better judgment for for uh, a century now to be patient. That does not give you the right, Lestat. However, to beat your your husband like this at all. The relationship got to end now because we can't be in no abusive relationship. That's not okay. Mm -mm. We got two more episodes to go. Um, <laughs> ain't no roses gonna fix this shit. You broke every bone in his body. Did you see his legs? They was just pointing in different directions like bird wings. It was not a good day. Not a good day. Not a good look. Not a good feel. And worse... You would actually need to make it up. And I don't think that you are anywhere close to being ready for that. I think that you need to be broken before you can 
figure out that you yourself are a problem. But that is my thoughts on the episode. I'm really curious to hear in this feedback. I'm going to not try to repeat anything because that's my new, my, my, my attempting rule anyway. I've already said in the podcast to any opposing feedback, I'll just let that stay as it is unless uh, I can offer another bit of insight that I did not already speak of. But I think with that whole fucking (laughs) preamble out of the way, let's hop into the mailbag. What up, Cena? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Interview with the Vampire. Um, This is episode five. Um, I watched this last week um, and I completely forgot to send in my feedback. So I'm trying to do it now. I don't know how far. I don't even think four came out yet. I don't think you posted four. But since I watched five, I want to go ahead and get it because this episode was a motherfucking doozy. I fucking loved every second of it. Um, that ending though, we're going to get there in a second, but the first thing I want to talk about is, (laughs) is Claudia. I feel like, and I'm almost positive. I've been calling her Claire. I don't know where Claire came from. Claire is, uh, pretty sure the vampire diaries. There's a Claire. I don't know if I got them confused, but I could have sworn I heard them say Claire. And then I listened to your, um, podcast this last one for three and you said you're uh thinking this is gonna be claudia and i was like was that her name damn anyway claudia um her basically like i i i remember seeing the last scene of the previous episode when she killed her boo thing and i knew she was gonna spiral i had no idea it was gonna uh turn into what it was but like the whole like her like killing all those people and then it sounds like she was like torturing them uh cutting off body parts I don't and I guess she was keeping some of them is what it looked like she was really like spiraling and um I the the problem is is that like I like I said before I don't know if Louis decided that he was gonna turn her for his own benefit like if he wanted someone I know the revelation in this episode Claudia was like it she was his sister but I I mean I don't know if in the moment like it's I feel like it's just speculation I have no idea he hasn't said anything to the effect so it's it's hard to know like he hasn't rationalized like now that it's been decades afterwards why he feel like he decided he wanted to save her i know in his mind he was like i'm the reason that this you know i killed that guy and i made it known that it was a black person that did it i'm the reason that they're burning everything down and he could hear her cries so you know he wanted to save her and just like she said you know you could have taken me to a hospital we don't know if she would have died in the hospital um 
All I know is that if she would have died, she would have died a human. He turned her and it had to be some type of reason. I don't know if subconsciously it was one of those things like, you know, let's have a kid, even though your relationship is trash. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out. I hope at some point we get Louis' recollection of the circumstances or even him like, you know, bouncing off ideas or throwing out things that he's thought about over the years. But just, you know, her spiraling because I she's going to be a child. She's 14 and she was a virgin. She's tried. She said she tried to cut her hair. It just grew back. She's a virgin. So is she going to be one? Like, is the hymen going to grow back over and over again? Those are all valid questions. And she she was uh, killed or I guess you say turned before, you know, she even had a chance to experience any kind of love like that. And it's it doesn't seem like Louis and Lestat have, you know, talked to her about it. And it's clear Lestat didn't care for her much anyway, especially at the end. We see exactly how he felt. But Louis, like, loved her, and I, it, it was just sad to see the progression and to see her spiral. Like, uh, the scene I keep thinking about, and it makes me laugh so hard because <laughs> it just looked like two parents, and Lestat is clearly the dickhead dad, the the stern. Uh, I guess I, I don't want to say sadistic, but he's he's clearly the father figure in the situation. And Louis looked like the the shocked and appalled mom when like they went into her room and he was like, you know, she's going on a hunger strike and this is your fault because of, you know, the way you treated her when she killed her boyfriend and she has been eating. And finally, like, they went into her casket, and she wasn't in there. And then they found her diary, and Louis was like, that's private. And Lestat was like, I'm going to read this shit anyway. And he opened it up and started reading it out loud. Like, <laughs> the way that Louis reacted, it was, uh, it reminded me of, like, a 19, like, 40s white woman, like, clutching her pearls. She, and, like, he was, like, holding his mouth, like, so shocked and appalled. And, like, so, like... <laughs> He was just like so like just so shocked and disturbed but it's like but that's still my baby <laughs> I don't know what to do and then when they confronted her Louis was like not saying anything and they were like did you read my diary and, and she, they were like yeah and then I read it out loud and then it's like you know but we didn't read anything else and Lestat was like oh I did I was like he is such an asshole like that I think definitely the way like I don't know that had they handled that situation differently she would have left but that whole interaction was clearly not like the beginning of the end like it just progressively got worse and like her killing those people and then putting like the bodies in the wrong place and then they like you know I I don't know anything about New Orleans so you know it's something she like had she not been sneaking around like she would have known like she took the bodies out of town but you put them in an area in a river and I guess you know it makes sense because I know New Orleans is uh 
known for, you know, having a lot of, uh, like a lot of storms. So it would make sense that the tide would go up and down. And if a lot of water comes in, a lot of rain, it will like push those bodies, uh, in different directions. And then when it goes away, the, the water level would go down and the bodies would wash up on shore that's something that you know she would have known had she you know lived there longer or paid attention or even just talked to them but she was trying to do dirt and trying to hide it and then the police came and I didn't even realize that being gay back then was a punishable offense like by law and in in that case like it didn't make sense why they would have that nice big house and not pretend to have two separate rooms like just like they they knew to hide the coffins like why not like y'all know y'all are together but why not have two separate bedrooms like I don't get I feel like that house is big enough that they could have set up two rooms for them because ain't that what they used to say back then that that's my roommate (laughs) like why y'all grown men with roommates ain't nobody stupid but you got to put up the charade because clearly it's illegal and is punishable by jail time and when she let them in like knowing that she had that dude that wasn't even dead in her freaking closet and uh she had fingers and body parts and like souvenirs from her kills like girl she was a hot mess and then she left got into the real world she was gone for what seven years and you know, she she got a really hard life lesson. Like Lestat is an asshole, but I guess he was telling the truth about the other vampires. Um, I don't know if, you know, I don't know how it works with the lure for these kind of vampires, but it seems as though you get stronger mentally and physically the longer you're a vampire. So, you know, maybe that's something she would have known had she, you know, been able to have a a decent maker because I don't know Lestat the whole like I I know that you read the books Christina but you like I I'm not saying Louis is perfect I've never said Louis isn't like like a, a dickhead as well because he's shown a couple of times in the present time that he's an asshole as well example when he like use his mind to like uh a la- uh, I can't remember the reporter's name but he had him shake it like he like gave him the shakes you know knowing that he has the I can't remember which m- muscular neuromuscular he has like a neurogenic is it MS I don't know he has some type of degenerative disease and he like made his arm shake like that and I was actually pretty happy when dude slapped him in the face now I don't know what repercussions are going to come from that but Louis deserved that shit and I was actually proud of him for doing that like you deserve that you're being an asshole um and get out of people's mind like you showed him that you could read his mind when he you know he was uh feeding the on the blood he was thinking i wonder what it tastes like and he told him but once he said get out of like stop reading my mind like don't be an asshole i know you can control it so stop so louis could be a dickhead as well and i'm sure over the years he's probably he probably did get a little arrogant because you know 
after a certain amount of time, like you probably have seen a lot, (laughs) you know, humans aren't meant to live that long. And I feel like living a very, very long life will give you an advantage and that might make you feel like you maybe make you a little cocky. I would assume that that's just, you know, uh, a remnant of human in him. That's a trait that humans had. And he was always a little bit cocky, not obnoxiously, but he was like very, very cocky. And I, I should say a very cocky. He was, he was always a little cocky and it, it gave him an edge and it, it wasn't obnoxiously cocky, but I just feel like over the years it would get a little bit more. But, um, Lestat, how he reacted when Claire, ca- Claire, I did it again. Claudia came back and was like, we need to leave him and she was like pointing out his abusive traits and Lestat got so upset that he started to beat on like you you just confessed your love to this man and now you're beating him because he won't let you beat his daughter like the that kind of shit I saw a preview of the next episode and I was like I'm not even surprised this motherfucker got this kind of fucking caudacity like this is shit is ridiculous like like that kind of abuse that you just did if he wasn't a vampire would have fucking killed him and I don't want you to be think I don't want you to say Lasat, oh well he is a vampire and I knew it wouldn't kill him that's not the point it gotta hurt for him to heal after what you just you decided you was gonna fly all the way up in the air to where we can't see anything we up in the sky above the clouds and you dropped this man and he clearly you could tell he had all kinds of broken bones i don't know what's gonna happen in this next episode but i can tell you this louis better not go back to him you you made your decision with this bullshit ass fucking tantrum that you just thrown because you didn't like what was being said because you love somebody who is clearly mourning the loss of their child and i don't i i mean after all the years and all the education and all all of the life experiences that lestat has had you would think he would at least have some type of compassion empathy under okay maybe not empathy or but understanding that he's sad that he lost his daughter and then y'all have these other things going on these underlying things where y'all like stuck in the house like all that shit can't be good for your mental health and you know louis reacted and when his daughter finally came back he was happy but you clearly were angry that he was happy that she came back and you didn't react very well and you don't deserve another chance whether he heals or not that's not the point you don't react like that. I would have been happy had he just left. And then we find out that you've been having this secret relationship with this lady this whole these whole seven years that you told after you found out that Louie got got off by somebody else. Your jealous ass was like, she don't mean anything. You a motherfucking lie. Claudia clearly heard you confessing your love. So you're a liar and you're a cheater. You're an abuse abuser and you want louis for yourself but you don't you don't want him to have anybody else you want him to only want you but you can do whatever you want like i said traits of an abuser he's the worst kind and he's immortal so they don't it don't get no worse than that like this is 
this shit has hit the fan and i can't wait to see the next episode i'm sorry i've talked a a lot so i'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease the black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode um so first part first thing i agree i don't think that louis should go back (laughs) to lestat um but i don't think that louis again we're not talking about the child aspect of it her and him we're talking about the two men aspect of it i think there's a part of the relationship that is yes thoroughly abusive in the sense that he simply does not he wants to keep louis ignorant about his nature about the nature of what he is being a vampire I I think that's where I'm going with the abusive part of it. I I think when it comes to the personal side of things, more often than not, uh, at least from what I'm seeing in in juxtaposition, uh, other than maybe the one time when they went to the theater and he was walking behind him, he's typically indulgent. Now, that doesn't mean that you cannot be an abuser and still I'm like clearly that's what they sometimes they do they use kindness and then you kind of forget about the abuse so on and so forth but I think that they're at least my take on it is they're being a little a little coy about a few things one I'm really glad they didn't show the Claudia rape shit one we don't need to see it we know what happened. We know what kind of person this was. He was coming off as said person. Um, Claudia learned a lesson, unfortunately, that even as not a vampire, you need to learn in this world. You know, uh, you run off. Unfortunately, bad shit can happen to you. Um, I can't say he's a cheater because they have an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> just because louis doesn't go out and need other men doesn't mean that they don't have an open relationship uh i think if louis did go out yes it would hurt lestat yes he would be angry about it however i don't know if he's continued to have a whole ass relationship with antoinette all this time or if it's something that's touch and go whatever the case may be But if you have an open relationship and you're basically saying, look, I got needs that you're not going to be able to satisfy. And that is part of this package. I mean, I don't I don't want to take any agency, I guess, away from Louis because he could either say fuck off or no or yes. I mean, they both came to a, a headway when it came to that part of the relationship, at least. Sure, it still bothers him because Louis only in a sense wants him to be the only one which that's fair but (laughs) again that nature part it's like you can't change his nature for liking it both ways just because you are are attracted to you know only one aspect of that but in the sense that louis is certainly keeping him in the dark manipulated and and curtailed when it comes to his vampirism yes i think that's where we see far more of the um at least i see far more of the abusive but i think as a person by nature lestat is arrogant uh he's 
narcissistic. I think that he has a lot of ideas and a lot of things that probably make him a good person and make him a terrible person. And those those traits from wherever they come from, they don't simply uh, they I feel as if they exacerbate when you become a vampire. Uh, he did say, let me go, <laughs> to be fair, when he dropped him. I know I'm being an asshole myself at this point because I'm not defending Lestat and I don't want that to be the the takeaway at all. Um, but there's part of me that feels, has moments where I'm watching this show and Louis feels so depressed, right? I, I feel as if it is those tangible humanistic phantoms of his previous life and existence that he keeps holding on to so much that it does not allow him to find any satisfaction in his vampire existence and even the the love that he does have which I do believe he does have for Lestat cannot satisfy that so kind of the dichotomy going back to the scene where he says, am I not enough? And he laughs in his face because he's like, you're more than enough. But in Louis's mind, Lestat's not more than enough for him. He still wants that. And he finds that in Claudia, rather it's a sister relationship, a daughter relationship. I don't think it even matters. It's the nurturing part that he gets. Um, from that the the understanding the fact that they can talk to he something of his own that is only his own uh, and I think that comes from his racial background and and the trauma from that because I like that line in the what should I have told her that vampires always always come from trauma like I think there's something to be said for that and if you are knowing that to be a certain truth then I think that's what also holds Louis in check, not as abrasive as, even though it's wrong, correctly so, uh, then Claudia of being like, no, I'm not going to be kept in this, in this um, non-existence of understanding. I demand to be told the truth. And I mean, I, de- I get the right to make my own decisions going forward for all the eternity, even if that means our journeys aren't going together. But when he makes statements like that, you have to, in a sense, think, okay, well, if all vampires come from trauma, what the fuck came from Lestat to make him the way in which he is? And he doesn't speak of about it. Actually, we don't talk, we don't hear anything personable about Lestat. That's not an excuse, not even a little bit. But I think even not knowing the context makes it, I think Louis wants to still learn the context, but Claudia certainly doesn't. And I think he doesn't he doesn't like the fact that Claudia hurts Louis, but then Claudia will also take Louis from him. I think it's both of those elements and they're not unnecessarily untrue, um, which makes it worse because ultimately, if you truly love someone, you have to let them go. You can't beat the shit out of them <laughs> and think that's going to make them stay. Um, but I I think that whatever Lestat's experiences have been seem to make him one, certainly not open to other vampires or wanting to go searching for them. 
it makes him a colder, harsher person. But as you stated, people are not meant to live this long. So if you live your life a certain way for so long, you you just forget the whole etiquette behind. And I think there was I think they, they kind of tried to play with this in a fucked up way. But the same thing where he tried to give her that book, like you've forgotten how you're supposed to act. In a lot of ways, that's Lestat. He, he has very little other than Louis to Louis. And that's the only person he even said, I've scoured this planet and there's no one like you. Um, and it's for all of the things in which Louis does accept about Lestat too. That's part of the equation. Um, I know I joked about him saying he let me go, but going back to Louis, this, um, this depressionist defeatist type of, attitude he's kind of had part of me and because they didn't show the scenes I can infer at least as a question it certainly doesn't make it doesn't again take away and I want to stress this part no one ever 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 has the right to put their hands on someone else I don't care if he's pushing you and they're two men (laughs) and you're fighting and they're like, no, we don't want to fight like this. That To me, I always, I already find it problematic that they've been fighting like this. Who's to say Louis has started every one of those fights? That's what I mean. Like, that, that to me, this show makes me question, even in the wrong of, Bo, of, of Lestat, ultimately, um, and him coming to, to Claudia's defense, as he should. Uh, she isn't a little girl, but still, it's natural. Even if he thought in his mind, Lestat, like, oh, I don't think that he's even going to. I, I think he know he fucked up. If I didn't watch the next on scene, so I have no idea. I'm just going to guess he knew he fucked up because that's this. I don't think this is something like this would be the end of a relationship, right? <laughs> you ain't coming back if you don't know you fucked up or you're willing to do something to change. Uh, I don't think that Lestat's even close to being there. Like I said, I think he needs to be broken and he ain't he ain't broken even close to being broken uh I think that he's unfortunately stood in his truth so long that and and not he's not had to make any uh reevaluations of his own philosophy for so long that the you know it's not gonna just happen in a hundred years and you know, Louis became part of this story. But as I stated last episode, Lestat's story, <laughs> this is a bump on Lestat's whole train. So it, it is a scene from two different perspectives in my mind. But that it, at all does not uh, negate his actions. But I'm still, I feel like I'm going in circles because I'm <laughs> trying to think out my thoughts. <laughs> But like I said, in that other room, how much was Louis still trying to fight back? Like, I'm good, I'm good, but I'm still popping you and trying to pop off. How, like, even when he's like, at that moment in the sky, um, why would you say, let me go? Like, let me, let this go? Uh, Did he he mean, like, the way he said, let me go, it didn't mean like, let me go out of this relationship. Like, I'm begging you because you're literally saying, I love you. I don't want you. You know, it didn't feel like that. It felt like a, a, like a test I don't know I don't know I felt like he wanted him to to be seen as this monster so Louis can feel the need to leave maybe that is what I'm 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 some some part of my brain is grasping onto 
Like, I think Louis wants to leave with Claudia, but he also doesn't kind of want to leave Lestat, even though he knows all of the things and he he's aware of his nature. I don't feel like Louis doesn't know what he signed up the fuck for. And part of me does wonder, like, did I need to have him cross this line so that I can move on? And now I have this uh, thought in my mind that he's the bad guy because he did do bad <laughs> and, and now I can move on. But then what does that say? Uh, they're fascinating. They're very fascinating and multifaceted characters. I don't think that you are going to get any definitive act, uh, words from Louis if they're not said in the present to Daniel. Uh, I think if you read the book, you'll get more into his head. Uh, I forgot to mention that part about what he did to his Parkinson's. That's what he has. Uh, yeah, that was really fucked up. And I was glad that he was like, cause he held his, he's like, oh, he gets upset. It feels like Rashid is a common device. <laughs> cause he know he went ham and he was getting mad the more he kept talking. Cause you could see his nail going into the, into the, the table. Like he was pissed and his, his anger, you know? And I think something going back to what you said, you know, as you get more and more, it's like maybe he at this time is starting to understand a little bit more about the loss of, you know, what you want to be tested on. Look how he's reacting to Claudia. And then juxtapose that to the reactions Lestat goes anytime you ask him any fucking questions. That that irrational anger that comes from a deep sense of something more than just anger. Uh, I won't go into the lore, but trust and believe being a vampire of Lestat's is, is a, is a boon. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. But there are definitely, there are definitely hierarchies on this bitch. And it does have to do with age. I said, I wasn't going to give you lore, but I gave you those small things, but it also has a lot to do with the blood. It's been, it's been so open that they are lovers that I can see why you would not think to hide in two different bedrooms. Yes. Sodomy was a crime in which most people went to jail for years, years or worse, a mental institution while they'll try to change your sexuality. The past was the worst. It really was, but I can, I can see them with their status and them being as rich, but that's what they're trying to point out. It's like, yeah, your money is not going to be able to protect you from everything. But their sexuality for the longest, yeah. Most people knew, they know. Uh, it only becomes a problem when they want to make it a problem. And because at that moment, and I don't know why, this is why sometimes where you were like, yeah, he is a little too much. <laughs> if I know that I got guilty shit going on. And my, my daughter just killed 56 people. And they're at the right address because, you know, we the guilty motherfuckers here. I'm not going to be up in your face talking about and they go on the, and the, and the chief of police going to hear about you is in my house. Like you asking for someone to clap back. Well, then I'm going to talk about how you can go to jail over the fact that you two are clearly in a relationship. I, I totally didn't like what he had to say, but I'm also was like, well, why would you even... Like shut, sometimes you don't need to say shit. <laughs> okay, just shut up. Just shut up. Let it go. You know, take it out a different way. You have that power. I am of the opinion Claudia tried to destroy them. 
But I did laugh out loud when you said that Louis looked like a woman in the 1940s clutching her pearls. <laughs> that shit is hilarious because he did. He did. That is going to wrap it up for this podcast. If you have a different angle, different opinion, or you agree, like your couch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Again, like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.